Hey everyone, welcome back to the On The Rocks podcast with me, your host, Vanessa Rock. Today I am joined by Nestle Mitchell. She is the host of the Not My Problem podcast, but she works a nine to five in her everyday life. So we decided we were going to let off some steam and play the game truth or drink on my podcast today which I feel like is so on brand we love a good cocktail we were both drinking up our little drinks we had a shot at the beginning it's just like so fun so I took some of the best questions we asked each other from our truth or drink session that took over two hours um and put them all together so you're going to hear so much so much chaotic energy but it was so fun to record and I hope you guys enjoy hearing us you know kind of expose ourselves a little bit talk a little bit more about things we normally wouldn't so let's get started with the episode today i am joined by my lovely friend nestle mitchell welcome to the podcast oh my god i'm so excited this has been a long time coming guys can we just can we start off with that I know. How long have we known each other? Like five months now? Five months since the beginning of my my podcasting days because I slid in your DMs and I was like, I want to make podcasting friends. So I was like, I'm going to compliment her because that's the way into girl friendship. Compliment them. <laughs> I don't even remember you ever messaging me. Oh my God. I exactly remember it. Yeah. No, I mean, you're like, you're just so popular. Like, of course you have everybody <laughs> DMing me. It's fine. Shut it's, up. Fine. No. <laughs> No, I just like feel like I remember you joining the group because I have a podcasting group on Instagram. Like everyone's a podcaster. We all make friends. And I think I added you. I was like, I want you to be a part of the podcasting group, right? Because it was like the day – I think I had messaged you like a day before and then like you followed up the next day. I was like, oh my God, she likes me. (laughs) Shut up. Oh my God. Icons. (laughs) Truly. So introduce yourself to the listeners if they don't already know you. Who are you? What do you do? What's your life? How old are you specifically? And where are you from? Just literally every single detail about you ever. Okay. I'll give you my social security, (laughs) my credit score. I mean, all the things, guys. You're ready. But (laughs) my name is Nestle. If you don't already know who I am, then honestly, like you need to do better. But my name is Nestle. I'm a 24-year-old who was born and raised in New York, but I live in Atlanta, Georgia now. And by day, I I live that corporate America life. I'm a business systems analyst for a Fortune 500 company. And then by night, I do my podcast, which is the Not My Problem podcast, which is basically me just talking about whatever I want every week. Um, It really varies. It's mainly lifestyle and my unfiltered opinions on whatever I decide I want to talk about that week. And when I'm not doing either of those, I'm either on YouTube. And I actually started a YouTube channel, so I guess I'm a YouTuber now. Like, who am I? I don't even know. (laughs) And, And then when I'm not doing that, I'm drinking, like, way too many White Claws. It's ridiculous. And I'm still waiting on the sponsorship. It's fine. Feel free to DM me, White Claw. It's cool. (laughs) We have this group chat on Instagram, and we added White Claw one night. We all got a little bit too tipsy on our Zoom calls we have every week, and we're like, yep, it's time. So we currently have a lot of drinks in front of us, and we're going to get to that a little bit later. But I want to know, Nestle, what is your favorite cocktail? This could be White Claw. Could be something else. 
Okay, it can be White Claw because White Claw is not a cocktail, but I do enjoy a good White Claw. However, I would say a mojito. I really put some time and effort into thinking of this answer. So I, I wanted, my top two are margaritas and mojitos, but I didn't want to be the basic person that's just like, I love margaritas because it's just like, no. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the second basic option, which is a coconut mojito. <laughs> oh, I've never had a mojito. Like I oh okay, the thing is about this question I ask everyone on my podcast is what's your favorite cocktail? Okay? And they tell me their favorite cocktail and I'm like, "Oh, I've never had it." Like because I only ever have like vodka, whatever vodka waters or vodka sodas or whatever it is. Oh like I'm so basic. Have you never have you not gone to like restaurants and like gotten like a good drink from there because that's like the thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I have, but it's not like I'm like, this is my favorite cocktail. I have to have this all the time. I make it at home. Like, if I have anything at home, it's like, that's a cocktail. It's like a vodka, soda, something, or oh, yeah. like a margarita with margarita mix. Like, I'm just so basic and boring. And that's the whole premise of my podcast. Like, this is sad. Yes, you need to step up the alcohol game. I mean, granted, like, if I'm making any drink at home, it's going to be like something that's like easy to mix. So, like, a vodka and yeah. some soda. Right now, I'm, yeah. I'm drinking this, like, limoncello because I don't know one day I thought I wanted to be like a bougie bitch I don't really understand what what went wrong with me that day so I bought some limoncello and I got some margarita mix and then and then that's when I realized I was like Nestle you're buying this like cute little liquor and then here you are with like the freaking (laughs) Jose Cuervo margarita mix like who are you um but I put it in this little cup it's like this little um I don't know what these are called mason jars that's what they're called Mm -hmm. and I have some white claw in it it's like it's a cute little moment but that's as far as my cocktail making skills go like I just pour a bunch of crap in a cup and hope for the best the only memory I ever have had of limoncello is that how you say it limoncello something cello it's (laughs) limoncello at this bar that I go to in Mm. downtown San Diego or all like there's two bars there's one in Pacific Beach there's one in downtown and it's called Moonshine Beach it's very country it's very hick there's a lot of like are you big military men um, I used to be a yeehaw. I would, I would say that I'm into the yeehaw men uh, as long as they are, uh, you know, pretty, pretty on the on the scale of liberal. It's very difficult to Those find one, honestly. <laughs> very difficult. And I and I have dated previous yeehaws in the past who have not been liberal before. I really like cared more about anything besides mm-hmm. what they looked like. Um, now I care. A little bit more, a lot more. So that will be happening. But it is my favorite bar. I love to line dance. I am a yeehaw. I am so sorry. It's so sad. I know, Nestle. Please don't judge me. I'm shook right now. Although in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, so whenever I go to San Diego next, like she's going to take me to this place. I'm going to learn how to moonshine. (laughs) Not moonshine, line dance. (laughs) Yes, you will. And you will love it. You will absolutely love it. So, okay, to my point, at this bar you go to, there's limoncello. They have people that stand on the stage, and you come up, and they give you a limoncello shot in your mouth for free. So, like, they'll pour it off of the stage, and it's always the worst because you never want that alone, but they want to get rid of that alcohol. You know what I mean? So they just give it to everyone so everyone gets (laughs) drunker and buys more drinks. And so every time they pull the limoncello out, my ass is to the front of the room like like this. Like no one can see. My, my mouth is up. I am ready for the shot. My hand is under my chin so it doesn't go over. And I am ready for this free shot. And it's just – it's literally my my entire mood vibe, who I am as a person, is limoncello shots at Moonshine Beach. So – 
That is insane. They do that at the one country bar. Um, because like I, if I do go out, there's like this one, it's a giant building that's separated by three bars. And the only one that has a dance floor happens to be the one that has a freaking mechanical bowl in it. <laughs> so like, of course, this is where we end up. And it, it'll be like a crazy <laughs> combination because all of a sudden you're like here, like top 40. And then all of a sudden it's like country artists. And I just like, oh, they're talking about driving down the road, going 35 and a 45 or something like that. <laughs> but aren't those the funnest bars? Like they are always the best. Oh my god, they're like kind of hilarious though, because I'm just like looking around and like people are like die hard and I'm just like bopping around. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeehaw, yeehaw. Just, wow. Like, crazy. <laughs> An experience, okay, so really. <laughs> we yeah. We don't have much to talk about other than what we're going to be focusing on in this episode today. And I'm I'm so excited. Wait, you did your whole intro. I want to make sure you did tell everyone exactly where they can find you. I mean, so I thought far. we were going to do that at the end, but maybe that is smart because yeah. in case I don't make it to the end. <laughs> but anyways, so yes, Not My Problem Pod is my Instagram. My name is in there, but my name is Nestle.Mitchell. Uh, Nestle Mitchell on YouTube. Just Google me at this point. I might you might find some chocolate, but if you like like sift through the rest of the Google search histories, you'll be able to find me. But you also will find the Nestle company, and like that's fine. I know, like they literally stole your name. It's rude, disrespectful. Have I ever? I don't think I've ever told the podcast like community the story. But when I was in like fourth grade, I tried to mail the Nestle Corporation and told them like I wanted my royalties because they stole my name. (laughs) Because they had my name, I felt as though I should either get free chocolate or some money. Um, So I literally like made a card and like I didn't know how to mail things and I didn't know where to get a stamp. So I stole a stamp from like an old piece of mail and like re-licked it and stuck it back on my... Disgusting. (laughs) I'm they probably never got it. They probably never got that piece no, of mail. It, it gets better. It gets better. So I, I shipped it off. And then like the next couple of days, like, I don't know who told me to check the mail, but I checked the mail and I realized that I didn't know how to mail like envelopes because I like sent it back to myself. <laughs> so, so then I was just like, you know what? Like this wasn't in the cards for me. <laughs> I'm honestly really tragic. And then two years ago, I tried to slide in their DMs and they still haven't answered me. So it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> they probably just think you're some fangirl. Like, who is this girl with our u- username? How how awful. It's rude. Um, <laughs> okay. So I'm so glad we got that out of the way just in case we forget at the end. Um, if we don't, we will do it again because everyone needs to follow you. And I strongly encourage, require, if you listen to this podcast, that you follow Nestle. So. We have decided and have been encouraged, maybe even peer pressured, some may say, to do this segment together. And I'm so excited. We're going to be doing Truth or Drink. And we've each come up with a few questions. We're going to be pulling from the Truth or Drink um, questions from the game that the cut does. And I just have to tell you that I have been watching Truth or Drink videos all day today. Since I woke up, pretty much, I've been just watching and observing and also just incredibly loving every moment that I've watched Truth or Drink. It's the best thing ever. It's it's honestly like between like Truth or Drink 
and like hot ones, the last dab, like those are the two things that I constantly watch. <laughs> I love hot ones. Like I could watch hot ones all day. Like I think they need – do they have a TV show too? I feel like they need yes, the more. the hot ones game show. I was walking downstairs and like I think my mom was watching TV and there was a commercial and it was hot ones. And I was like, I know him, the bald guy. <laughs> Your mom's like, okay, girl, chill. She's like, who's this? Who's this white man? <laughs> Okay, Nestle and I are going to take a shot before we begin so that we loosen up, we get excited. She doesn't have a shot because she forgot her cup like an amateur, so she's going to drink from her White Claw that she put extra vodka in. So I'm drinking Tito's vodka if anyone was wondering what kind of vodka are you drinking, Nestle? Oh, I don't know. Generic, <laughs> generic. generic. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Cheers. Cheers. I'm so scared. I'm scared. Oh, I still have some left. Shit. (laughs) Isn't that the worst? Okay, I have not had a shot of alcohol in so long. My first question for you, Nestle, in our truth and drink game is, what was your first impression of me? Just start it out easy. Okay, my first impression of you was that you were very nice. I was like, oh my gosh, she likes me because she like made this little podcast community. Um, but then you like didn't talk to me, really. So I was like, okay, I just listened to her podcast. She didn't talk to me directly. So I was like, okay, does she like me? Or is she like one of those people that's like trying to rally the troop and create like a little like a podcast army, but she's not actually gonna talk to the people. Um, <laughs> and then I'm <laughs> And then I met you in a in our Zoom happy hour. And I was like, oh, I like her. I was like, she's cool. I'm a fan. Oh, yay. I love that. I remember one time Nestle did this thing in our – we had a Zoom happy hour one night with like just some close like podcast friends. And <laughs> Nestle starts going around telling everyone what she thinks of them. <laughs> like and she was definitely drunk. And she's like, this is what I thought of you. I kind of just thought you were like kind of shitty. But like now I think you're cool. <laughs> so – funny like my favorite moment of all time of knowing nesting these last five months was her telling everyone who she liked or like who she initially liked or didn't you know what I mean my my favorite part about that was like you were like towards the end of like the list and you're like no Nestle like I don't want I don't want this <laughs> I'm like no I'm gonna tell you anyway <laughs> Because she was kind of being like a little savage like she was being very truthful and I, it was like I can't take this right now. I'm in quarantine. This is all I'm going to think about for the next week. If you tell me you didn't like me, like, I can't handle that. <laughs> oh, my God. But no, Vanessa is cool. She's one of my faves. I feel like you're very honest and, like, you're very on brand with, like, how you are as a person versus what you put out on your podcast, which is something I really admire about you. Oh, the vodka's already got me emotional. I mean, vodka t- typically doesn't make me emotional. Oh my god, Vanessa, you need to let go of this dream. All vo- all alcohol does the same thing. You're not more or less emotional just because you drank vodka. Please. Well, doesn't doesn't different alcohols do different things? Like tequila for me? No, it doesn't. At first, I I too thought I was like, okay, I if I drink this one alcoholic. I'm better. And then I did research one day because I was like, this doesn't sound right. This sounds like confirmation bias. Like if you tell yourself you're act different when you drink a certain alcohol, you act, you will act that way. And then yeah. I realized like it, it all hits the same, but we just like, we're like all crazy. So we tell ourselves 
It's like the placebo effect. Exactly. It's it's exactly what it is. But there isn't such a thing as like mixing different alcohols. Like when you mix vodka and tequila, that's not cute. When you mix vodka and beer, you will be throwing up. Like there has to be – when I go out, it's very much one alcohol and maybe a shot in between. But like it has to be the same because I will die. Exactly. Because of the – it's because of the other ingredients that are like in beer don't mix well with like things that you put in wine and stuff like that. But it's not like necessarily the alcohol itself. It's the rest of the ingredients and how they intermix. So we're we're gonna we're gonna spice it up. Okay. Name five podcasts that you think are overrated. Five is a lot. I had this question for you, but it's just one. Okay, five. I think Call Her Daddy is semi-overrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I think influencer podcasts are overrated. Um, I just, I don't think that like people like Emma Chamberlain should like really, I don't know, that may be mean, have a podcast. Just people who like, I mean. It's a money grab, truthfully. It's a money grab. It's like, that's exactly what it is. It's like, you don't have a podcast because you're interested in any of the things you're talking about. You have a podcast because people want to hear more of you, which is interesting. Um, who else is overrated? Can I check my, my app really quick? So I can yeah, go for it. I'll okay. comment on your, your thing about um, Call Her Daddy in the meantime. I agree. I think what makes it like so popular is the fact that it is like one of its kind. There's really no other mm-hmm. podcast that's doing the level of um, obscenity yeah. <laughs> as the Call Her that's Daddy true. podcast is. But I also think it's just like, it's crude and that's why people buy into it, not because yep. like the content itself is great. Mm-hmm. And I also agree with mm-hmm. the the podcasting um, influencer. Like at the same, like they all say the same cookie cutter things. I feel like there is not a lot of, diversity in it because like it doesn't take a lot to do a podcast like all you need is a decent mic and to talk about whatever you want and it's so much less it's so much less requirements than like doing a youtube video where you kind of need good you need to be able to edit you need to be able to make a good thumbnail you also have to be interesting and look decent (laughs) all in one yeah (laughs) but i love all podcasts like i really don't have anything that's like i hate it um Let's think if I can see of one more. Maybe I think if if I had to fill the third one, it would be Joe Ro- yeah. Joe Rogan for me. Really? Why would that be? Because I just like I think because he has the caliber to be able to bring on like people like Elon Musk, who, like normal podcasters wouldn't ever be able to bring on. I think that is his appeal. But at the same time, I'm just like you. Someone writes your script, like someone does everything and everything for you. And my whole thing with podcasts and what I really like about podcasts is me being able to feel like I'm connected to the person, like they're in my head talking to me. And that's like all the podcasts that I listen to. The only ones that I feel like aren't necessarily talking to me, but they're giving me like sage advice is like the You Up podcast by Betches, because I think they're always Mm -hmm. giving me like very interesting, like concept stories. And I'm like, Ooh, this is, and like, it has helped me like figure out like a life um, but other than that, I'm like, I want to know who you are as a person. And I, like, I don't get that from Joe Rogan. He just has an yeah. obscene amount of money. I'm just like, what? Okay. I have another one for you. Yeah. We went on like a podcast, like a sidebar, but it was a good conversation. It was a nice little convo. I'm sorry that I couldn't be more like specific as to what no, I you're think. Fine. I probably should have just taken a shot. I don't know. As a fellow podcaster, I fill in the blanks. I got you, girl. <laughs> okay. 
So, okay, this is on the line of podcasting. Okay. When you tell people that you listen to your their podcast, smaller podcasters, like, do you actually listen? That's a truth or drink. That's my question. All the time. You always listen to everyone's podcast that you tell them that you listen to. I, I've had a long pause because I was, like, really trying to go through my, like, my Rolodex of, like, situations. And yeah. I won't say – actually, like, I won't say that I listen to your podcast. So, no, I, I don't think I've ever said, like, oh, I've listened to your podcast if I didn't. Like, if I yeah. say I'm going to listen to your podcast, I'll listen. And I also listen on two times speed. So, it's, like, really nothing for me to go through a podcast. So, I will, like, go through, like, first 10 minutes. And I do count that as listening. Like, I listen to your podcast. I may not have finished it. Um, and yeah. that's how I kind of decipher who I um, listen to or not. But I've also been very adamant of, like, I don't share podcasts in podcast stories for people that I don't listen to. Like if I shared your, your podcast episode, I listen to it because yeah. I also think there's like this, this thing in the podcasting world. And I get it. I know it's about like trying to grow other people, but I, I don't want to be disingenuine in like the content that I put out or the content that I share from my, my platform. So I like won't share a podcast that I didn't listen to or vetted for that matter. Love that. We, we love a very honest, loyal queen. Okay, next question is, what's the worst thought you've ever had that you've never shared with anyone? I feel like I'm such an honest, oversharing human being that I would normally answer that question, but I feel like I'm trying to practice being less sharing about just random things. Interesting. Let's unpack that. What made you decide to like be a little less, I guess, reserved in your your Mm. thoughts? Just because I feel like one day I'm going to look back and be like, what the fuck? (laughs) That's a mood. That's fair. <laughs> and just be like, why did I share that? Like, like the I don't know. I think I have a lot of thoughts sometimes that I'm like, why am I thinking that? Oh my God. Like that is not a good thing to think about. And so I'm gonna drink to that one. Just because I don't I don't know if sharing it would provide anyone insight or anything positive. So that's fair. I, I and I definitely agree with like sometimes you go back and you're like why did I why did I share this information because this makes me think of the one time that I did that and I was like Nestle you need to never do this again. Um, I went my team is like this is going to work so I like our team will do happy hours and sometimes when our VP's in town he'll take us to the happy hours obviously he pays for it and we were playing something similar to True for a Drink or it actually may have been True for a Drink. And I was telling, I was telling my VP and the rest of the team like this very obscene story that I will say for a later date. Or <laughs> I was as I like as it uttered my lips, I was just like, "Why? Why are you telling your vice president this?" Like, <laughs> girl. Okay, so mine is next, correct? Yes. Have you ever had a terrible date, and what was it like? <sighs> Have I ever had a terrible date? Like what happened on the date that classified it as terrible? I've had a lot of terrible instances with men. I've only been on one date. That's true. Like got into a date where the date was terrible. A lot of like my horrible instances is like they say something wild on the apps and I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Or like they say something leading up to a date and I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so I'm yeah. usually pretty, pretty good at like vetting them out prior to like going to actual date. So there's only one instance of where the and the one instance was truly like, I was like, what, who raised you? I was like, 
what is wrong with you? Um, but it was, we went on a date. We were talking about the Me Too movement. He says something along the lines of like, oh, like girls shouldn't do this. Or like they subject themselves or they put themselves into opportunities to get to get assaulted. And I was just like, excuse, excuse me, sir. What did, what did just, what did he said that just, to you on a date? Like not like you were dating. You had been on a bunch of dates. This was common. And then I, wow. he saw like I was floored. He was like, oh, are you one of those? And I was just like, you mean, what do you mean? What do you mean am I one of those? So like I threw my drink on him. Um, <gasps> you threw your I drink left. on him? Yes, I did. Iconic. <laughs> my proudest moment, truthfully. <laughs> I have no regrets. <laughs> oh, my. The table next to me clapped. Um, it was a great time. I was just like, yes, yes. Yes, yes. And then um, wow. the, the server followed me outside to make sure I was okay. I was like, yeah, girl, I'm good. But like, ill. <laughs> Get it away. Get it away from me. So yeah, that was my worst day. Pretty pretty bad. But like, I feel like I handled it like a pro. So there's that. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. Now you have to ask. What... I feel like I'm moderating this. Like, you don't already know what you have to do. You go. Oh, okay. You go. Um, Vanessa. My question for you is, <laughs> how many times a week do you masturbate? <laughs> I was worried the minute this was going to happen. I'm great red. Okay. Um, okay, honestly... I will tell a little bit, but I won't tell the whole thing, and then I'll take a drink. Um, <laughs> this is a new thing for me. I've never in my life before done this <laughs> until recently. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's, it's something I can be open about, but, like, also, um, I don't know. Uh, I'm so uncomfortable right now. Okay, yeah. I think it is something that's recently new to me within the last, I'd say, like, six months. It's another quarantine project. It's a quarantine project, and I'm working on it, um, but I will not disclose. That's fair. So funny that you asked that question. I don't have any sex questions, but that's amazing. That's literally, like, the only one, and I was just like, we're going to throw it in there. But yeah, I have to stop sipping this just for fun. Go ahead. Wait, it's my turn. Okay. It's your turn, yes. You're I love how you're like, I'm the proctor, but you also <laughs> suck at being the proctor. I haven't had hard how oh, I haven't had hard alcohol in months. Like months. Really? Okay. Wild. Yeah. Tell me about a time you got more wasted than you should have. I literally have this one in my head for the next question that I was gonna ask you, so you beat me to it. But I will answer this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I um, I'm I'm a boring girl, so this is this is not going to be very entertaining for me because I don't like the feeling of like alcohol, like that warm feeling that you get in your stomach. I don't. I'm not a fan of it. So the only time that it's been, ah, uh, hmm, I'm trying to think. So my tw- what? I guess I turned twenty or nineteen, my freshman year birthday. Um. And I was just like, 
this is like college was the first time like I ever really drank and I, even then like I didn't drink that much because it takes so much effort to like get alcohol as an undergrad like I gotta go find someone mm. like of age and like I don't know anybody <laughs> so I'm just like struggling so I bought a bunch of fireball like a, a thing of fireball a thing of Smirnoff ice green mm. apple Smirnoff none of which I drink in this current day and age because I love myself <laughs> so I would never drink that again but I was like, I, w- I decided to like, just drink a bunch of that. And then I like went, um, what's that thing where you like go and you like run and you like lift your clothes up and you like run across? What's Flash. Fl- fl- flashing? Yes. I was like running through campus doing that. And I was just like, Nestle, why am, why am I like this? And then like never. Were again. you an RA? Like Nestle, were you an RA at the time? <laughs> no, this is before I was an RA. This is the year prior to me being an <laughs> Thank God, because I was going to say, like, your was, people who lived in your hall were probably mortified. They're chaotic. But then I, I also, like, it set the tone for my RA life. I was just like, as long as I don't see it, like, out of sight, out of mind. Like, even if I hear it, if I don't physically see it with my own eyes, like, it's none of my business. Good thing I've never had to have an RA in my life because I would definitely have been kicked out of the dorms, like all of it. Vanessa, what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would have been perfectly fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's let's get my question going. <sighs> Vanessa, have you ever cheated on anyone or been cheated on? Mm, that's a good one. I have never cheated. I have been accused of it, never actually happened. Yeah. I was accused of it when I was like a freshman in college or something. I wasn't accused of it, but like he was suspicious. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think I was cheated on. And I and I, and I never have like gotten a full answer on if I was. What is the most embarrassing thing you've done while drunk? This is different from the prior question. Yeah, this okay. is diff- this is very different um, because I'm definitely a – I would say text people because I'm definitely a person that's like, why are you reaching out? Like, I, I also – like, I don't tell people advice that I wouldn't take. And I know that's, like, one of those things that's, like, people give advice and it's, like, easier said than done or, like, they give advice of things that they want to actually do. But I'm very adamant mm-hmm. about, like, I won't actually give you advice unless I do it because, like, why am I going to tell you something that I can't even do in my own practice? It's, like – that's just stupid to me. Um, but that's, a, I know that's like a thing that a lot of people do. So I'm like very adamant about like, mm, no, 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 cut that, cut that out. So what do you do when you text them? Like, what do you mean by that? Uh, it's, it's usually never anything like super chaotic. I'm just like, Hey, what's up? And we'll like have like a very brief conversation. Like it's not anything like messy. It's no, like, I miss you. Like, Oh, I wish we had. How out is that more. the most embarrassing thing you've done? Like there has to be something else. Have you peed yeah. yourself? Have you done anything insane? <laughs> I've done, I've done weird things, not drunk. <laughs> so, okay. We'll, we'll talk about, we'll talk. Well, in in the instance of peeing ourselves, well, I guess we'll talk about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there was one time where I, I went on a date and I'm very pee shy. Like I get very extreme anxiety. Like I don't like to leave like in the middle of the date to go to the bathroom. It's just like a thing that like I just get very anxious about this. Yeah. So we were, okay. at, a brewery, we were at a brewery and I had to pee then. I didn't go. And then like his his apartment was like across the street. Um, so we went there and we were just, we were literally listening to the Ariana Grande out 
album. Like there was nothing going on. But I also felt so anxious that I didn't pee that. And I like live outside of the city. So I live like like 20 minutes outside and he was like in the city. So as I was walking back to my my car, I was like, I need to pee so badly. I was like, I, I'm not going to be able to make like 25 minutes driving home. So I went in the corner <laughs> of the parking deck I was like wearing jeans. I wasn't even wearing like an outfit that's like very feasible to like pee in public. I was like wearing jeans and I was like, and I need to pee. I need to pee so bad. So I peed in the corner. <laughs> I hate myself. And I, oh I definitely God. missed. I didn't. I was not accurate. Peeing as a girl is much harder than peeing as a guy. I love that for you. I love that for you. Wow. <laughs> Oh man, so yeah, that there's that. Okay. Okay. My question. Have you ever slid in someone's DMs? And if you have, are there any techniques that you want to share? I'm very like nervous to do that. I'm like, you're gonna look at my profile, you're gonna see what I look like, you're not gonna respond. Like, I'm just if you want me, you can approach me. And no one does. I have not received a DM from a man in So long. Like, I can't think of the last time. Well, actually, there's one one guy from high school who was incredibly mean to me in high school who messaged, messages me every time I post a photo and is like, you just look so good in these photos lately. Every po- every photo you post is, is so good. And I'm like, pro. <laughs> Honestly, if they don't post it underneath the cap, like underneath the actual photo, like if you're going to say it, say it with your chest. So like you're not going to comment. I don't want to hear it. Don't DM me my own photo. <laughs> you weirdo. This may sound self-deprecating, but it's completely true. Men do not like my photos on Instagram. I have a 95 to 5% ratio. I'm pretty sure. I have to be on dating apps or I have no attention at all. And that's Actually, that's the truth. I'm pretty sure like I'm the same way. Like I I even would say that the people that I follow and my followers are probably 80% females and then 20% yeah. guys. And then of that 20%, it's 15% of those are probably like people that I know from high school or college. That were yep, just, here like, it fun. is. I have my exact analytics. 67% women, 33% men. And the 33% men were all like the shitty guys from high school that I followed just to keep in touch with or the random Tinder dates that I went on once and like don't talk to them anymore. Oh my God. So I'm 80% women and 20% men. Like I know a lot of girls who have like 80% men, 20% women. And I like the last time someone slid into my DMs was like, you know, an orthodontist or something like random. But I feel like good because at least when I post pictures, it's like a bunch of women empowering women. They're like, yes, you look so good. I'm like, yes. Yeah, my comments my are very job. high. Like I have great engagement because the girls on my account are like, yes, Vanessa. And the guys are like, who is that again? Like, should I unfollow her? Okay. Yeah, cool. I literally always lose a follower. I, I think I said it in our like podcast group chat, but whenever I post a picture, I am guaranteed to at least lose one follower. It's I've fine. noticed that about me too. Every time I post a photo, every time. Gone. Question. If you had to describe me to a complete stranger, how would you describe me? Okay. I would say a little bit quiet when you first get to know her, but then she pops off and turns into this wonderful human being who has great advice. She is wise beyond her years and she cares so much, even if, you know, like it's not always expressed. I can tell that you care and you're incredibly passionate about what you do. You're incredibly hardworking. 
I just think you are a, a quadruple threat. You were amazing. So that's how I would describe you. Oh my God, stop. That makes me so happy. I, I'm also going to do like a moment where I'm like, oh, I love Vanessa so much. And I usually am not even, even so somewhat sober me. I, I'm, I'm, I'd say I'm at like a five out of 10 right now. Um, but like, <laughs> so my, my closest, my closest pod gal, everybody knows it's, it's Lauren Lappet. Like, that's my bitch. I love her. <laughs> um, but I would say, I was like, oh, I've, I feel like me and Vanessa, like, we would be there. Like, I, I think I listened to like one podcast where I'm like, and this goes back to the topic. We were going to talk about it, but then I guess we like, we like segued away from it. But you were saying how like in high school, you used to be more of a like, adamant like liberal like i'm gonna talk about social issues and stuff like that i was like yes bitch yes <laughs> they take dismantle the racism <laughs> i was like i love her and i always thought that about you i was like okay she's always been very like cool girl chill because at first when i met you i was like is this a sorority girl because i don't really get on with sorority girls i don't like to put them in boxes but even when they don't fit in the box like they 75 percent fit in a box like, yeah and, just, and that's just like the tea like uh, there's a certain type of person that like feels attracted to do sorority life and like there's nothing wrong with it but it's very it's very specific like there's a specific group that goes in there so i was like yeah. is is Vanessa, is she a sorority girl? Was, and then like, I heard you hear say an episode about it. I was like, oh no, nope. She's like, nope, <laughs> this is not for me. <laughs> and then I was like, ah, oh, me and Vanessa, that's my girl. I could see us being really close friends. <laughs> I feel that way about to you too, which is like so interesting. Cause like I started this group, like thinking like nothing of the people in the group, like not in a bad way, but I was just like, oh, these are all podcasts. Like, let's all be friends. And like, right. wow, let's do this. And then I started becoming close with you. And I was like, yeah, Nessa's my girl. Like, I feel like I really understand. And a lot of the advice you give, I would give someone. So I'm like, okay, we're on the same wavelength. You know what I mean? Super. Our minds, our minds are the same. <laughs> our minds are the same. I think like my, we feel we are connected. My like, my, I don't, I don't want to call it like a personal brand. Because it's like kind that's like kind of cringy to say, but <laughs> I've always been like the friend like you don't people don't come to me unless they know that they're going to get advice that may not be what they want to hear. Like I feel like you mm -hmm. have two like avenues of friends. You have the friend that's gonna like give you the advice that kind of like caters to what you already want to hear and be like, oh, it's okay. Like this person is trash, but I'm gonna give you the objective view. I'm like, yeah, this person may be trash, but also you set yourself up and did all these things to get you from point A to B, point B, and then some friends are like oof like Nestle like this isn't what I needed in this exact moment I'm like yeah that's fine but someone needs to tell you <laughs> yep that's how I've always been I've always been that person but then I've learned as I've gotten older that it doesn't always work so I know who to cater that to like yes. I know who I can be completely honest with and open about you know my feelings and thoughts about things and who I can just tell them what they want to hear so as you get older because I used to be that way I used to be like I've said unapologetic very like this is who I am. I don't care if you like me, blah, blah, blah. And then I've like, you know, gotten hurt a little bit and been like, I actually, you know, think I kind of care if you like me. So. Oh my God. Yes. I'm the same because I'm, for me, I'm like, oh, I feel bad that you don't feel comfortable coming to me. Like whenever something first happens, because you think I'm just like, you know, I'm going to give you this objective view and like, they know that I don't mean any harm with it, but they're like, Nestle, like, this isn't what I need right now. So like, I don't come to you. I'm like, oh, damn. But like, I don't want to know like two months later. Like that's messed up. 
Completely, completely. I think there's a nice like crossroads you have to figure out as if you are someone who is as objective and like honest. But I'm glad we can feel this wavelength. Okay, this is fun. And also, one thing that's really cool about what we're doing is truth or drink the questions. They're titled On the Rocks. Are you on the On the Rocks section? Yes. That's the section I'm into. (laughs) If someone offered you $10,000 to never talk to me again, would you? Yes. Me too. (laughs) I would take the (laughs) $10,000. I love how we both are just like, yeah, I'm going to take the money. (laughs) It just shows who we are as people. I do think that would be a harder question of like someone like you've actually like met and you've had like a longer like connection with. Like I wouldn't yeah. say ten thousand yeah, yeah. dollars for like one of like my really good friends, but like like someone on the internet, like I love you, but like let me take the ten grand. <laughs> but you know what? I think that really will connect us even more because we both understood that like we could be bought out. Like I, <laughs> I <laughs> with the right amount of money. I could be bought out and I, I'm willing to admit that. When people say like, would you take a million dollars or would you do this? And like, I would take a million dollars. I don't care what I have to do. Well, like as long as I don't have to murder someone, like if it was something else, like along the lines of not talking to someone, I would take the million dollars. Just yeah. for my longevity. Like my longevity is more important than like a season of my life with a friend. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Ooh. And that's tea. <laughs> um, okay, okay, you go, you go, you go, you go. When was the last time you – this is a three-part question. When was the last time you cried? What happened? And do you need a virtual hug? <laughs> God. Um, the last time I cried was last night. I was watching uh, Love on the Spectrum, which is on Netflix, which is a show about people with autism looking for love. And Aww. I cried because it is incredibly touching. And also the people on the show – deserve every ounce of love that there ever has been given to anyone. I could cry right now thinking about it. And the the way they look at love is so simple. And it so breaks down these these common themes that we overlook as people. And it just really truly wrecked me in so many ways where I I really feel like now I have hope for dating. I'm like, there are people in the world who are good and I will find them. But love on the spectrum, 10 out of 10 recommend. I cried multiple times last night watching it with happy tears like happy like oh my god this is so cute tears so that's fair oh, I, I always feel like very excited whenever whenever I see stuff like that because I'm like oh, first of all like if they can find love I can find love it's one of those which is like terrible to say but also no but it's true it's true <laughs> but it's also yeah. facts and then I'm just like yeah oh, I really wish like I think for me like for the most part I I do think of things of like, okay, more than a surface level. Like they could be like a six, but like as a person, like and who they are as a person brings them up to the 10 as a 10 and I'd be fine with that. But I wish like everybody else thought that because like, I'm like, I have like a great personality. People like what's, what's going on? (laughs) Get it together. (laughs) Truly. I mean, like, I think I haven't dated in so long that the thought of, like, dating just seems, like, shitty to me now. But, like, I think I brought it back to such a basic level where, like, 
I value so many more things that I would have valued. Like I told you, I basically, I think I got cheated on. I didn't leave him, right? But like now I look at things so differently and this quarantine has really truly put things into perspective. Okay, so I'm not drunk enough to forget the end of my podcast. On the rocks, we like to have, or I like to have, there is no we, my guest share a quote and or something that, you know, has been meaningful. Do you have a quote that you can share? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me about this? It's on the Google Doc, <laughs> Nestle. Is there Please. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not on the Google Doc. 100%. Oh my- <laughs> And I'm also like, I hate this. Like, I listen to you every week. Why do I not know this? I think that would be awesome for you to share. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I am ready. So the quote that I have is from Billy Jabata, who is a Black um, poet from Atlanta, Georgia. And the quote is about settling. It says, stop settling and wait for what you deserve. Aren't you tired of breathing life into people who don't keep your flame burning? You're only comfortable settling because subconsciously you don't believe that you deserve better. Detox from that opinion. Renew yourself. The love you want is out there. Entertaining surface level love blocks the path for the right lover to reach you. Wait for what you deserve. Clap, snaps, clap, snaps. I love that. And I think that's incredibly important. And I'm so glad we can end this truth or drink and this tipsy podcast on that note. Yes, I'm I'm ridiculously tipsy. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. You know, one day we will look back at this. Our employers will look back at this. And they'll be like, wow, the chaos, the ratchetry. The uncomfortability of this episode is astronomical, and I'm so happy about it. Like, I would rather have this type of episode on my on my podcast every single day than an episode about me just like being boring and like you know my my boring regular you know vibrato. I won't be able to do this often, though. Dr- Truth or drink is definitely intense. I feel uncomfortable. I feel warm. We're gonna have to do like actual YouTube collab where we li- take literal shots. Like this is that's what we're gonna have to do. Even if it's we're gonna virtual, to we're gonna have to make it happen. And I will have to have something planned afterwards so that I don't, you know, drunk text a boy because I'm con- very not. concerned. I'm very concerned that I will in- drink more tonight. I don't know how I'm gonna make dinner. Like I keep thinking about these things. <laughs> it's only five. It's only six fifteen here. It's it's definitely nine fifteen where Nestle is. The night is young for you. I'm so grateful, Nestle, that you came to my podcast. And you already shouted yourself out, but I can shout you out because I know every single one of your ats. So let's try to do that. So Nestle can be found at Not Your Problem Pod on Instagram, and also her personal Instagram is Nestle.Mitchell. And also on YouTube, you can find her at Nessie Mitchell. And basically, you just have to Google her because it's exactly what she said earlier. And yay. I'm so glad you came on the podcast. (laughs) That was the most chaotic, but like a great outro I've ever listened to. So thank you. (laughs)